produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of the Path Forward Special TASA Midwinter Edition here in Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Fernandez. I have a very special guest, an inspirational guest, Wade Stanford, the superintendent, proud superintendent proud. of Westwood ISD. Thank you for joining us on the show. Man, Rick, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be here and just share and, and talk and uh, love your podcast. So uh, looking forward to it. Well, you know, we, we, we met through, as always, right, mutual uh, connections. And uh, the backstory is that I got into your your tweets because they were very positive and they were consistent, which sometimes is hard, hard to find. Like I, myself, you know, I'm not as consistent as I need to be. Uh, so I was like, man, I really want to have him on the show and just, just pick his brain on a few things. But for our audience, tell us a little bit about Westwood ISD and why you love it. Yeah, so Westwood ISD is a, is a rural uh, school district. We, uh, we sit in Palestine, Texas. Uh, we have just a little over 1,400 students uh, as of last Friday. Um, I track that every Friday, so I know about where we're at every Friday. Uh, we were a little over 1,500 students pre-COVID. Uh, we're, um, you know, we're seeing some growth, uh, different than what we've seen. Uh, last October snapshot to this October snapshot, we gained about 100 kids. Oh, wow. And so that's a pretty big growth for us. Um, but it's a, a great community made up of people that are just hard workers. So we have a, our clientele, uh, we're about 74% uh, low socioeconomic. Uh, most of our families are working uh, some type of uh, oil field uh, service jobs right. where they're hourly employees. And so they, they value hard work. And, uh, and I think that's such a a missing trait today in our Absolutely. world, you know, and so they, they really pass that on to their, their kiddos. Uh, we've had some great things uh, occur uh, here recently. Um, we, uh, so the, the last major build in our district was the year I graduated from high school, 1978. <laughs> our high school and our primary campus were built in 1978. And you just let that sink in. Yeah, for I'm, I'm, it's, it's you know? marinating on Yeah, and so you, you think about that. And, um, and so we, uh, we went out for bond, and, um, and we failed the first time. Uh, it failed by three votes. Oh. Three votes. Oh. And you know how many people I talked to after that that said, oh, my gosh, I know five people that didn't vote. Yeah. And, you know, and then, then we started talking to people outside the board. Yes. So board members were telling me that. And so we decided we were going to go right back. Went right back. We lost by, I think it was 111 or something like that. So the, the loss got a little bit deeper. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so, that, so the signal was that um, some things weren't, we, we didn't have the right plan. Okay. Or we missed our mark somewhere. Board wanted to come right back, and they said, we've got to go right back. We've got to come right back at them, and we can win this time. Right. And I said, guys, listen. I said, I'm going back to my coaching days because I coached for 21 years. And I said, when we coached and we lost a game, and then we said, we're, we're going to play them again, and we didn't change our game plan and we got beat worse. Right. We didn't come back and say, let's do that one more time. Right. You know? right. And so uh, there was a piece there that we said, uh, we need to step back. We need to reevaluate. We did that. And so then uh, we took a year to plan. 
maybe we can talk about what that looked like a little bit later, but sure. Um, we went back out and the, the last meeting of our planning committee, we had two absolute no standing in the middle of the room arguing over how much the bond needed to be for. And we passed by a little over 60% approval rate. Wow. First bond to pass in 42 years. And we've now started turning dirt on the first major construction since 1978. What did you do differently? Okay, so here's what we did differently. Uh, we, we sat down and number one, I called four people. Okay. Four no's. The four loudest no's. And I said, I have to have you. I have to have you in the room. Okay. And we're, we're getting ready to, uh, to do a, a long range strategic plan. Right. And I said, so I need you in the room. And I said, I've got to have you no matter what. And so those four came. Then what we did was we, we hired an outside consultant into learning. Okay. Roz Keck, Sherry Sides. Yeah, I know Roz. Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. So they come in and they facilitate the meetings. And what we did, Rick, even I think that was probably a step above, was we, we sat and we said, okay, what do, we, what do we want our learners to look like in Westwood ISD? What's the graduate look like? Yeah. What's it all for? Uh, yeah. And so we actually, instead of saying the graduate, we said the learner because we wanted it to immediately apply for a pre-K student. Yes, that makes sense. All the way through. And so we developed a profile of a learner. And that first meeting, it was like a gang war. And people were staring each other down. They were looking at each other like, <laughs> let's, let's throw down right now, you know? And we strategically placed people in the room right. so that there wasn't a, like a, a table full of yeses, a right. table full of noes. You wanted some we, good discussion. We wanted discussion. Yes. I, I wanted people to talk. And so that first night, somebody said, when are we gonna talk about a bond? Mm -hmm. And Roz and them handled it well, they said, we're not here to talk about that. We're talking about the students of Westwood ISD. Right. So we made it about students. And so we developed that, that profile of a learner. Then they said, well, if that's our learner, what does our educator need to look like? And so we developed a profile of an educator. And then they said, well, if that's our educator, what does the leader need to look like that's gonna lead that educator? And so then we developed the profile of a leader. Okay. And then they said, okay, so if we've got those three, we've got, we know what the learner looks like. We know, we know what the educator looks like. We know what the learner looks like. What does that space look like right. that they're going to operate in? Yeah, the, how are they, they going to facilitate all of that? Yeah, and yeah. so then, then we, des we design the profile of the learning spaces. And so then they said, so if once we did that, and there was a, you know, we were meeting, we met more over that than I did any other single topic in my 40 years of education. We started in October, and the first semester we met every other week. Wow. And then second semester we met at least once a month. And then and they brought the recommendation in June. Okay. So that gives you kind of a scope of the time frame. And so, well, so we got that profile of the learning spaces developed. They said... So how, how would y'all feel if we audited our learning spaces now to see if we have what you desire? Right. And they said, absolutely. So we went and did it on the last night that we did that. And I missed one of the meetings because I had COVID. So I didn't get to tour two of the campuses. So we went lower grades for one night and then the upper grades another night. 
And, um, and then when I came back and we were at the upper grade, standing in the band hall of the high school, still, never forget it in my entire life, an absolute no standing across the room. And he said, Wade, this district's in bad shape and it's not your fault. <laughs> and he said, you've been handed a mess. Right. And he said, but we got to figure it out because we have to have a bond. <laughs> and I, I looked at him, I said, well, maybe we could talk about that at the next meeting. And then, so then we moved into the bond discussion. Right. And everybody was, even if they didn't totally agree with everything, they were on board. Right. And so we had 100% um, support on where we were going to start. So we gave them, because every building in our district needs to be touched. And so we asked them, where do, you, where do we start? Sure. And so they made the decision to start at the, at the junior high, turn it into 6th, 7th, and 8th grade center, so it'll be a middle school. Um, and then they in, even laid out what the second bond is going to be and where that focus is going to be and what the third bond is going to focus on. They didn't put timelines on it, but they said, this is what we want. So that's part of our plan. I love it. I love it. And that, you know, I've had several discussions with some of our colleagues have, have struggled with getting things passed. Um, with, and it's taken a turn. You know, I'm looking at, I love data. Uh, you know, Texas used to be 75%, 80% clip that you could get a bond passed. And right. that has, you know, I don't know if it's a political climate or whatever, but it, it's not that way. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, resistance to this point, and so the, I think the approach of keeping the kids at the center of the conversation, right. and if you want this for our kids, here's how we do that in terms of space, in terms of access to program, all of that matters to to the the delivery of anything, whether it's a bond or you know program or whatever whatever and those yeah. documents that we have those documents are hiring guides for us yeah so we we use the uh Should the, all profile, be the, the profile of a, a an educator so when i when i interview because i interview every teacher we hire principals recommend their finalists to me and i sit down with every one of them yep so i have that profile i have our core values and they have to pass that test sure so when we do leaders that just hired an assistant superintendent curriculum instruction she has that. We find out, do they have those qualities or do they have the capacity to grow in those areas? Absolutely. And so, so, there, so it wasn't just a, a task to get a bond pass, but they're actually guiding documents that we use every day. We're putting it in front of our teachers to say, this is the profile of the learner. Mm -hmm. So what opportunities are you giving them to, right. to accomplish these Right. Are we are we are we producing yeah. this? Are we providing exactly. these opportunities? Yeah. So I want you, I want your feedback okay. on on instructional philosophy, coaching. You're a parent. You've got a kid that plays sports. How often would you expect? Yeah. And 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 you know we I think everybody expects every day. Exactly. Yeah. And the type of skill work. So whether it's baseball, whatever it is mm -hmm. in the band, the skill work is highly specialized. Mm -hmm. It has to be trained and trained and coached and coached and coached right. and coached. So you take that to what we're doing in the classroom. Why would we not at least try to mimic what's going on when we're coaching everything else? I mean, you know, personal trainers, same thing. At the very least, you're probably having that three days a week um, because you're getting feedback, you're getting results, you're getting data from it. How do we get to where there's a frequency where we're in there enough, we're giving feedback enough that we can see the skills being built? Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's a that's a that's a valuable question, and I think it's a, it's, a, it's a, in, that we need to reflect over that because because I was an athletic director and head football coach for seven years, mm -hmm. and what I told 
and I, I'm going to get there to that, but I, what I told my group was, because they all had a passion to coach, and then they, and, and, and they wanted to be good classroom teachers. Sure. But I told them there, there's a, a great coach, can be a great teacher, okay? Can be, mm -hmm. the choice. But I also told them all the things that we're doing in the classroom were invented on the, in athletics. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, vertical alignment, we've always done that. Practice plan, yeah. that's the lesson plan. Absolutely. Game plan, that's, that's the test. That's, you know, it's all been there. So, so I think that if you, if you say, how do we get that in the classroom, then we have to go and we have to say, how do we have that in athletics? Okay. We have that in athletics because people are very passionate. They really are driven by a scoreboard. They're driven by this intrinsic piece that I'm going to win and nobody's going to keep me from winning. And then there's this level of trust and relationship in that coach's office that you cannot duplicate anywhere else. That's a great point. You cannot do it. I have not been able well, I'm close. Let me say that. I'm close. I have not been able to do it because I think there's something special about standing out in 105-degree weather or 100-degree weather and sweating together oh, yeah. and in practice. Adversity. Yeah, yeah all that it. stuff, it does. And so I don't know that we can create that so much in the classroom and administrative teams, but I think we have to start working on creating that atmosphere of trust, um, of, of reflection, and of passion to win, regardless. And it, that it's, we used to say this, you're either coaching it to happen or you're allowing it to happen, one or the other. Right. You're either coaching it or happening, right. or you're allowing. Right. You know, when you're watching film and they go, well, that kid's taking the wrong step. Well, you, you either coached him to take the wrong step <laughs> or you allowed him to do it enough during practice that he won't do it. Well, you take that in the classroom. Yep. If, yep. They, if that kiddo's not answering the questions, if that kiddo's not participating, you're either coaching it or allowing it, one or the other. So I think it's getting that, that, uh, that passion to say I own it and it's mine and I'm going to fix it. Um, and so I think that's a culture. Okay. I think it's a okay. culture is what it is. Um, and I'm and bragging on our, our district a little sure. bit right now. Um, we have we use thought exchange a lot. I don't know if you've ever heard yes. of thought exchange, uh -huh. but we use thought exchange a lot. And so during a, a thought exchange about a year ago, our teaching staff said, number one thought, we want feedback, we want it immediate, and we want it private. Now, I love right? it. And so we give feedback immediate and private. So when I go to a classroom, I walk by, I give them a high five, and I say, here's what I liked about your class. Mm -hmm. If there's something that needs to be fixed, then I do it privately. Sure. So we celebrate loudly and refine privately. I love that. And so, uh, so I think that's the piece. I think that's how you do it. Because here's the reality. If we could get to the level that we're taping lessons and then we have a reflection time, which is our Saturday mornings watching game film right. or practice film on the, in the afternoons, so if we could get to that level and a teacher could honestly watch themselves and refine that practice, imagine how, how that instruction would change. Unbelievably so. And, and that's always been my, a little bit of my frustration is we can see it in other aspects of our life, but the fear of when it pertains to our, our jobs and our careers and, and our, our passion for teaching, yeah. it's, it's more, and we've, we're, sometimes we're our own worst enemies because we've never... Our new teachers coming in, that's not an expectation, right? Yeah. There's an expectation at Little League practice. I'm practicing three, four, five days a week. Mm -hmm. 
but as a, as a new teacher coming in, we've not really changed that expectation. Like, hey, coaching is, we're going to, part of our role is to, to help you to get better, to support you. And that comes with these. Yeah, that, and that's a, so you're making me reflect right now because we, we need to refine some things in Westwood now. Um, because I, we, so in our process of interviewing our assistant suit of curriculum instruction, mm -hmm. Candidates were talking about that, and we talked to this level about being proactive. Like, we know that new teachers are gonna struggle with X, Y, Z. Right. So why don't we do that training instead of waiting for them to struggle and you then know it. it. And so, so I think that we can take that even deeper and start getting this coaching model that would help us with that. They would, they, yeah. it's just like your kids, right? The first day you get them at practice and whether you know it's going from eighth grade to freshman or all the way down to, you know, to Pop Warner, you got the system in place. They know what to expect because it's from the get-go. Yeah. And there's, it's never a, a, an issue of fear. It just becomes the way, the yeah, way so, that we. So, yeah. So we we have a hashtag on our in our district, WW Way Westwood Way. And I started it when I came in because it was like this is the way we're going to do things. Right. Right. And. Uh, and so I think you're right. And so I think that needs to be a component of our hiring process. What's the coaching look like for you? How do you, how do you receive coaching? Are you willing to receive that coaching? And if you don't want to do it, then this may not be the district for you. Exactly. You know, it doesn't mean you're bad. Right. It just means that we're, means, we're, we're not aligned. It just means there's another district out there that accepts that and they need to go there. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You know, last question. And I want to be respectful every time. Oh, I, how do you, where do you get your your positivity and when did you start it and is that how did that how do you use that within your leadership style yeah so so i think there's so i started it the day that i started social media okay okay uh that's that's when i started well if, if you're saying putting it out yes but i would say that i started it a long time ago okay uh a lot of it's my faith mm -hmm. uh, i uh, so i this is the way i start my day mm Let's say every weekday I start my day like this. I try to sleep in a little bit on weekends, but I, I get up at 4.30. I have about an hour of quiet time where I, I read devotionals, I read different things. I post some things on my social media that align to that, what I got out of it. Right. Um, and then, I, so I think that reframes my thinking right there. Okay. And, and so I rely on that heavily. And then I try to, I try to find something that resonates with me. It's either something that I'm struggling with. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when you see it, it looks positive. It's because I was preaching to myself, yeah. um, or it's something that I just overcame, or it's something I know we're facing in the district. And so, um, so I made the choice that when I started social media, that there was enough negativity, there was enough things out there that weren't good, that were just people that were doing some things that I didn't feel like were in the right light and weren't accomplishing anything. And so I decided that there was a choice we had. We could be positive or we could just wallow in whatever we're in. And so felt like that was the direction I wanted to go to try to uplift and, and those people, and that's, and that's where I live my life. Yeah. I think there's, a, there's always an answer, there's always a way. Uh, I, I kid with people, I've never lost anything, I've just run out of time. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, you just, you, you just, I, I think you speak things into existence. And if you, 
if you walk it, you talk it, and you do it enough, then then it happens. I'm reading Atomic Habits right now by James Clear. I saw that. Yeah. And, uh, and so there's this habit piece that you just do it enough, it's who you become. Yep. yep. And so that's, that's where, it, I think that's where it came from. Well, I mean, I want to say, and I'm sure you've been told this before, um, but you, I think you would be shocked at their, the impact that that has because there has been a number of times where I've gotten up and it had been a tough day, a tough situation. I mean, you know, my last superintendent job was a very difficult situation. Mm -hmm. And you look on there because it, you know, becomes habit and you check and there's something that hits you when it needs to hit you. Yeah. And I don't believe in coincidence. I believe good Lord puts things in, in your yeah. life because you need it. Um, yeah. And I just want to say thank you because well, there's been a number of times that I, I, I never have met you. I didn't know you other than, and it's like, man, I needed, that's something I, I need to hear that today. Yeah. I, I really did. And so I want to say thank you and please yeah. continue to do that. Yeah. And I will. I will. I, when I get to a conference like this, it's hard. I, I, get, the, yeah. I get the the spiritual piece. I get that every morning. But the, some of the other things, uh, I, I get busy and I don't get it. But um, but I can tell you that when when you say I needed that, I needed it before you needed it. Yeah. And and so God was speaking to me before he spoke to and 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 so what I, I what I really do is every day uh, right before I start I say God show me what you want me to share what's going to impact other people what's going to make a difference in others lives not just mine but others that's awesome. and then that's that whatever comes to me yeah. whatever's in that readings that's what that I, I just I, I post it well and, I, I sure appreciate yeah. it man I, and thank you for doing that thank you for your your service to kids uh, I love that you you've got a coaching mindset I mean obviously you know I owe a lot to athletics and, and oh, how it yeah. shaped me, and it's just been tremendous in my well, life. Well, you know, and, and, and I know we're short on time, but the athletic piece. Yeah. You know, like, like this morning, I didn't want to get out of bed. But I remember Coach Parker saying, <laughs> get up off the ground. Get up off the ground. Yes, he got sir. off the ground. Well, thank you for joining us on the path forward. Is there it? Do you want to share out your uh, Twitter handle? I would like if you share out your Twitter yeah. handle too. Yeah, so my Twitter handle is at Wade Stanford. Uh, it's W-A-D-E-S-T-A-N-F-O-R-D. And uh, so it's pretty simple. Yeah, that, yeah. that's real simple. And uh, for our audience, you know, please, if you like what you heard, please go in and, and post a comment, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and please check out Wade's uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn. I promise you, you will find something that's very positive and uplifting, uh, particularly when you need it the most. So, uh, Wade, thank you for joining. I want to come see you in Westwood at come some on. point. Come I on, love, I love it. Come nothing on. better than school visits. You bet. Awesome. Thank you so much, Thanks, sir. sir. I appreciate it. You got it. Produced by Podcast Architects.